Hello, welcome. It is Johnny from Johnny's Book Reviews, a site to help inspire you guys to go read. So go read. I read everything now, and I hope to inspire you guys to go out and read anything and everything. So just go out and do it. Let's go. So I wanted to briefly talk about my March schedule, so let's talk about that a little bit. In the beginning of the month, on March 3rd, I talked about my morning routine by Michael Alexander and Benjamin Spall. Such a great book about morning routines. It helped me establish a more consistent reading habit, just being able to read in the morning, and that's what I do now. But I talk a little bit more about my morning routine in that episode, so definitely check that out. Uh, on March 10th, I talked about The School of Greatness by Lewis House. Lewis House is the host of The School of Greatness podcast, a great podcast that helps and brings the ideas from the best minds out there. He interviews a lot of people from actors, celebrities, entrepreneurs, authors, etc. And he essentially just brings out all those ideas for you to take notes and to kind of apply to your life. The following week after that was March 17th, and I reviewed the Amulet series by Kazu Kabushi. This is a kid's graphic novel series. It's a great series, and I highly recommend it. So definitely check out that episode. If you haven't, that's one of the better episodes I've ever done. This week, I'm talking about the Thorn of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss. This is a sci-fi fantasy kind of Assassin's Creed kind of book. This is a great book, great series. There's eight books in the series, and honestly, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't like one book, and I'll talk to you guys about that today. And then next week, the 31st, March 31st, I'm talking about, we're going to be reviewing Speak by Lori Alls Anderson, and we're going to be mentioning my thoughts about the book and the topic over that book and why it's essentially banned is essentially banned because a lot of people want to censor the topic of sexual assault and i'm going to argue why that shouldn't happen i'm going to talk about how the sexual assault scene wasn't that graphic and not sure why this book is banned but i'll talk all about that next week so definitely stay tuned for that i have or haven't really thought of the the books yet for that i want to do for april so definitely stay tuned for next week i'll announce my april schedule next week on friday again all these podcast episodes launch on friday and so stay tuned if you guys want to follow me on instagram facebook Goodreads, and twitter at johnny's book reviews definitely do that provide a ton of reviews on there as well so Goodreads is just uh, review based now for my other social media handles tiktok instagram facebook etc those are the ones where i provide you know my reviews but also videos over the books and then also provide little pictures of you know sign books i get or pictures of quotes i see from books that spark my interest i provide a ton of stories on my uh, instagram page so definitely stay tuned for those and definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews. And follow me, of course, too. And then also, I provide a short every day over, over a book that I see, signed book that I'm getting or have collected, or a review over a book. Um, I'm going to probably hit it more short, 
reviews on that platform, so definitely stay tuned for that. But, again, you can uh, follow me on YouTube at Johnny's Book Reviews. So follow me and uh, get awesome tips and book reviews and also videos, short videos of books that I think look cool, etc. And then also my website at johnnysbookreviews.com. I have a ton of book reviews that I haven't been able to put on here yet. So definitely look at that. I have also a lot of reading questions that I have on there, like how do I save money on books? How have I not spent any money on books, etc., etc. And one year I, I spent no money on books and I provided a blog on there. So definitely look at that. If you guys want to support this channel, you can give a donation from $2 to $10 per month that helps out provide better reviews for you guys or help with equipment, etc., to provide better reviews. And then also, if you guys want to support this channel too, we I have merch on the uh, bonfire.com at Johnny's Book Reviews. I have a read bands book where I have eight band books that I sparked my interest and that I've read. And, you know, they go over a wide range of topics, sexuality, gender, sexual assault, mental health, etc. And I thought those books were really good to put onto the shirt. And so that's what I did. Reband books. I have two lines. And then I also have a go read line, challenge yourself line, the Johnny's Book Reviews logo line. So definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews on bonfire.com. And then, of course, follow this podcast for more reviews that comes out every Friday. So I'll, I'll drop an episode every Friday, roughly around 8 to 10 a.m. So definitely check that out. Stay tuned and follow or subscribe to this podcast. All right. Today's episode is again over the Thorn of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss. I'm going to be reviewing this book, discussing what I liked about the book, what I didn't like about the book, how to read this series, and, and any lessons that I got from the book. All right. Let's get into it. But Scribe is essentially Kindle Unlimited and Audible combined. Kindle Unlimited and Audible and steroids. It's so much better and a better option. And also, I love saving and helping people save money specifically on books because it's so expensive and then also audiobooks are hella expensive right they really are they're roughly 20 to 25 dollars per book now here's the thing scribe.com allows you to have access to their entire library of books again 500,000 audiobooks 1 million ebooks and magazines for only $11.99 per month. That's insane. That's saving you hundreds to thousands of dollars per month if you read avidly like me. Like if I was going to listen to the amount of audiobooks I listen to per month, which is roughly four to five, that's almost like one to two hundred uh yeah, one to two hundred per month. That's insane. I'm saving that much money, roughly. That's unbelievable. No, that's that's insane. So also the other benefit, the cool thing, too, is that they have a ton of bestseller books that uh, they add on there. So they have a lot of new release books. Like, for example, I was able to get I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jen McCurdy. I was able to also listen to Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. I was also able to listen and I'm going to listen to Greg Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. It's it's so cool because they have a lot of older books and then also new release books. And I love the selection they have. It's so much better than Kindle Unlimited. And then also the price. I'm able to get so many audiobooks 
for a better price than Audible. So, so have you tried Kindle Unlimited or and or Audible? If you have tried those services, you kind of know they kind of suck. Let's be honest here. Kindle Unlimited gives you a good amount of ebooks, but most of the time it's just independently published books. Now, they do have some books on there that are popular, but most of the time it's not the case. It's mostly independently published books. And the other thing with Audible is that you or you basically pay $15.99 per month, which is insane for only one book you only get one credit so that one credit buys you one audiobook it's horrible and so you have to wait until the next month to buy another book no why don't you buy or potentially start up a membership with a program that allows you to have access to 500,000 audiobooks and over a million ebooks and magazines this is called, all right, if you use my, my referral link at scribe.com, S-C-R-I-B-D.com, slash G, slash 9R7FCS, you get two months free. Uh, this basically allows you to kind of check out the the, uh, the website and see what they offer. Again, they offer 1 million audiobooks, ebooks, and magazines. This is a pretty good offer. Actually, it's one of the best offers I've ever heard of. And it's only $11.99, but hey, you get two free months with that referral link. So it's scribe.com slash G slash 9R FCS. Again, you get two free months. Definitely check it out. Start listening to awesome audiobooks. And again, it's scribe.com slash G slash 9R 7FCS. All right, what is this series about? This series is kind of like an Assassin's Creed book. It is very similar to that, and that's why that is why I picked it up because it, it reminded me of Assassin's Creed. So the main character, Selena Sardo, Sardo Thin, is a ruthless assassin, and she knows how to kill. However, her past shines a light on her real identity, and this is uh, shaped throughout the next eight books in the series. All right, there's eight books in the series. Here's the order. So it's Assassin's Blade. This is five novellas or five short stories in the book. And this talks about key characters that are going to be in the following books. Thorn of Glass, which is number one. Crown of Midnight, which is number two. Air of Fire, which is number three. Queen of Shadows, number four. Empire of Storms, number five. Tower of Dawn, number six. Kingdom of Ash, number seven. Now, similar to Harry Potter series, each book gets longer and longer. So the Assassin's Blade is one of the quicker reads. And then as you progress forward, it gets longer and a little bit more detailed. However, you know, the big difference in the Harry Potter series is that the Harry Potter book number seven is far better than the Kingdom of Ash. So I'll be talking a little bit about that, why I didn't really like Kingdom of Ash, the seventh book, later. So stay tuned for that. So Sarah J. Moss just confirmed that all the series that she has written, the Thorn of Glass series, the series I'm talking about, the Court of Thorn of Roses, which is one of her most popular series, which kind of goes over this series a little bit. This is a series over 
phase and kind of the similar creatures that are in the Thorn of Glass series. And so it makes sense that that is also in the same universe. So the House of Sky and Breath are all in the same universe. Like I said, and the, the worlds haven't converged yet, but it's pretty cool that each series is in its own world within the same universe. This means each world could connect, but we'll see if Sarah J. Moss does that or not. Book series has, you know, phase, witches, powers, kings, assassins, big humongous spiders going through different worlds, etc. This branches in a lot of sci-fi fantasy realm, and it's it's pretty crazy. So that's kind of what the Court of Thorn of Roses kind of goes over as well, as well as the House in Sky and Breath. I haven't read those series yet, so I don't really know specifically what those series are really about. All that I know is that it contains like kind of the similar characters. You know, it has phase, witches, powers, etc. You know, I might get to those series. We'll see. I might not because I didn't really like or really enjoy this series that much. But again, we'll see. All right, so who is Sarah J. Moss? Sarah J. Moss has gotten a lot more popular now because of TikTok, but one of the top sci-fi writers out there, she wrote the Thorn of Glass series, the Court of Thorn of Roses, and the House of Breath and Sky. She's getting a lot of traction, like I said, because of took, or Book Talk, which has revolutionized the way people read. Book Talk is the hashtag that has been watched over 112 billion times uh, on the platform, social media platform called TikTok. Now, this platform is actually owned by China and operated by China. So I'm kind of worried about where my data is going. Is it going to the Chinese government? There's no disclosure or any written notice specifically on where the data is going. So that's why I took out my TikTok account, be very wary of this social media platform, honestly. And again, like the government has over the last couple of years have argued uh, on banning this app. So we'll see how that goes. But anyways, this platform has helped sell 20 million copies of books in 2021 and 2022. I work at a bookstore. It's true. I've never seen anything like it. It's been quite amazing, actually. It's cool. The The cool thing about TikTok is that it's bringing a lot of self-published authors out there into the spotlight, uh, like Colleen Hoover, Lucy Score, and Rizzy Adams. You know, majority of the authors are romance authors, but it's branching out into other genres as well, classic, sci-fi, young adult, etc. And it's pretty cool to see that. So I'll talk a little bit about uh, how TikTok has revolutionized and kind of pumped the ability to sell books. And that's why I think Barnes & Noble did so well last year. Uh, the, it's the best year that Barnes & Noble has ever had in the last 10 years. In the last 10 years, they were they were... They were suffering. And I think the biggest reason why they came out of it was because of this. Now, of course, I don't really like their financial decisions of opening up 30 new stores or whatever, how much they opened up. Like right off the bat, 
Ah, that's too risky because ultimately what's going to happen is I'm I'm predicting it right now that opening up that much stores in that short amount of time is going to actually backfire and actually make them lose a ton of money. And then they'll have to close probably twice or triple that amount of stores because they lost so much money out of it. We shall see on that. It's predicting in the next two to three years. Uh, we'll see Barnes & Noble probably close about 100 to 200 stores. Mark my words, uh, I, I feel like that's going to happen because they they jumped the gun. They somehow got, like, obviously a big increase in sales this year. But you don't just open up 30 stores out of the whim. You you have to be logical about it. And financially, they're not. Honestly, they're not financially sound company. But anyways, stop talking about Barnes & Noble. But yeah, it's just amazing to see how TikTok has revolutionized this and really brought a lot of self-published authors out there. All right, biggest question, how, or how should I read this series? Now, you can go three ways. So number one, you can read the first seven books and then read or finish The Assassin's Blade. Number two, you can read all eight in order. You can go from Assassin's Blade and then go into The Thorn of Glass and then go into the other or other six books. All right, and then number three is read all the books in the order besides the fifth one, which is Emperor Storm Storms, and the sixth one, which is Tower of Dawn. All right, you read the sixth book first. Then you read the fifth book. So which way did I do it? I read or I chose number three because the fifth book, Empire Storms, has a big cliffhanger. So I actually got this option to do from a Viva Library video. She has a ton of subscribers on YouTube as well as a big following on YouTube. But again, it's a Viva's library and she talks a little bit about the Thorn of Glass series, she's read all of them three times. So this is a really good video to check out. It's called A Beginner's Guide to Sarah J. Moss by Aviva's, A-V-I-V-A, apostrophe S, Library. Uh, this is a really good one. That's what I watched to kind of get ready for this series. And so I, I chose option three. I decided to read empire storms first because aviva said that hey there's a big cliffhanger so i was like okay i don't really want to mess around with that cliffhanger i if i was going to read that cliffhanger i would ultimately not read tower of dawn and actually just skip over it and just go right into kingdom of ash so ultimately i'm really glad that i chose the option i did and again, this is the best option for me because, you know, Emperor Storms did have a big cliffhanger. And Tower of Dawn is a separate book. It doesn't go in line with any of the sequence of events. It's like a separate book and it's in entirety. So you get a, a major character's perspective and the story behind Carol Westfall. And you get the story of how he's recovering from an injury that actually got him paralyzed. And you kind of get this entirely different story. You also get information about a different country, which is pretty cool. But again, it doesn't align with the other books. 
it just provides the the background story and the information that we need to know that hey carol is recovering from this injury will he be able to become unparalyzed and then will he be able to help bring that country with their army to fight against the villain that selena is trying to defeat which is in the seventh book which is kingdom of ash so again that's the 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 trajectory or the way i read it because i hate cliffhangers and i'm really glad that i chose this option again because i didn't really want to read a cliffhanger and then go to a totally different book and then kind of keep on wondering to myself okay what happened what's going to happen etc so pretty crazy but again that's up to you guys you can kind of choose your option but I highly suggest you choosing three if you don't like cliffhangers and if you don't really want to stop reading into the the eighth book, that way you're able to just continue it. So from three, you're able to just continue it and be able to read into the eighth book, which is pretty cool, which is the way I suggest you guys doing it. All right, I gave five books a five out of five rating on Goodreads. These were Thorn of Glass, which is number one, Crown of Midnight, number two, Air of Fire, number three, Stone, Empire of Stones, number five, and Tower of Dawn, number six. The books I didn't do or give a good rating for are Queen of Shadows, which was number four, and Kingdom of Ash, which is number eight. Number seven, if you don't count the Assassin's Blade. Now, I gave Queen of Shadows a 4 out of 5, while I gave Kingdom of Ash a 2 out of 5. The reason I didn't give these ones a solid rating was because both of them were very slow. Also, Kingdom of Ash was this big final battle. It sucked. After all these books, you have a piss-poor battle scene. Come on. I'm not going to review all these books now if you guys want in-depth reviews or kind of my synopsis reviews over these books definitely check out my goodreads page the link is in this description or you can guys look me up it's johnny's book reviews goodreads page so my overall review over this book the series was decent this was the first time i read a sci-fi series and it was totally different genre than i'm used to i pushed my comfort level to the max but i enjoyed it right i got hooked on the novellas which were the uh, assassin's blade those were really good. And then every book after that, I felt like it wasn't the same. It was slow, too much detail, and not getting to the point. You know, the books could have been reduced besides Air of Fire and Tower of Dawn. I think these books were the right length to convey the haters to lovers trope and develop more of the characters. Yeah, these these books were really good. You know, they were the right depth or the right length. For the other ones, though... I felt like they could be condensed, especially since, uh, especially for number eight, Kingdom of Ash. So for this entire series, I gave the entire series a 3.5 out of 5. A series has to start well and finish well, and this series didn't do that for me. It actually, like, in the first couple of books, I was, I was praising this book a lot, like, recommending it to people and everything like that. As I started progressing through, you know, four or five six seven i was like dude this series is so boring it took me a while to get through four and five i kind of sped through six because six was a really good book 
it, it took me a while to read five, a little bit of six, but I sped through uh, six Tower of Dawn a little bit more efficient, uh, a little bit more quickly. Empire of Storms took me a little bit, but again, that was a really good book. And then Kingdom of Ash took me roughly three months to finish. I mean, it, it took me a long time to finish this series. Overall, this took me an entire t- or 2022 up until early 2023 to finish, which was crazy. You know, this actually, this series actually made me hate reading. I actually started hating reading. I started procrastinating a lot on reading. I had to stop reading this series and progress to other books. I think that's what ultimately made me read more graphic novels. I I don't want a series like this again. So, but I, I just discovered a great series called the Amulet series by Kazuo Kabushi. I reviewed this last week. So check that out if you haven't already. But this series is fire. The first book was great. And then all the other preceding books after that were just fabulous. The art, the character development, etc. And that's how you do it. And for me, for this series specifically, for the Thorn of Glass series, it, it wasn't like that. I mean, the character development was there. It just was boring for me, slow, and I honestly got really bored through it. And for me, I think for a series, I have to be engaged, and I wasn't engaged through this entire series. You know, to be honest with you, I also read the John uh, Fluke series, and that's like about 28 books. For those books... I've enjoyed every single one. And that's like one of the longest series books that I've read. And honestly, the character development is great. I love the stories. And to be honest with you, that series has a better rating, a higher rating, a 4.5 out of 5. I'll give it than this Thorn of Glass series. So I think ultimately for me, it was just, how for me the series just went downhill from the the first book and i i thought every other preceding book after like thorn of glass and air of fire it just didn't feel the same as assassin's blade and i honestly got bored and so this series wasn't the right one for me but it might be the right one for you guys so check it out let me know what you guys think in the comments below What do you guys think of this series? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Let me know. So, what do I like? I really like this series, but the biggest thing for me is that I didn't really like the eighth book, which was Kingdom of Ash, which was, you know, all seven books were really good. You know, uh, Queen of Shadows was a little slow, but again, it was a really solid book. My favorite books out of the series were Air of Fire assassin's blade and tower dawn those are really good books actually and i might reread those we'll see those are great books why because of the romance character development with selena and the other characters and touching up on different countries and different towns that selena goes to and the other characters go to moss did a fabulous job with those books but it just dropped off in number eight and i'll let you guys know why in the why did I not like section, but ah, damn. But for me, like this series ultimately wasn't bad. I felt like it was kind of slow. I wasn't really engaged as much after book five as I should have been. And it took me a little bit to read this series. And I, I think we have to count the fact that I'm not really a big sci-fi person. 
So this was a completely out of left field for me. And I, I might not do a, uh, a sci-fi book again for a little bit. Honestly, I don't know. It was, I'm not big onto those witches and the fae and everything like that. And I, I got bored. So I also couldn't get into Dune and people think I'm crazy for that. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't get into Dune because, you know, the characters were just obscene and it just made me and pulled me away from the entire story. I also got bored and I was like, okay, whatever. And so that was actually the first series I, I tried to dive into and then it didn't work out. So I tried to read the graphic novel and I had to finish that and I had to stop finish or I stopped finishing it or stopped reading it halfway through and I was like, dude, if I can't even finish the the graphic novel, I'm not gonna be able to finish the the book. You know, and the crazy thing is too, I didn't even finish the movie. I watched like an hour of it. I was like, dude, this is crazy. This is I don't even know what's going on here. So I stopped watching that as well. So but Dune Ultimate never gonna touch again. Maybe I'm missing something and maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. It's a lot of people are you know, love it. A lot of people don't like it. So it just kind of depends. But for me, I didn't, I didn't really particularly like Dune. And for this series, uh, Throne of Glass series, it was completely different for me. I enjoyed it. But again, each book after Assassin's Blade kind of went downhill to kind of finish up with a subpar book on number eight. Honestly, if Assassin's Blade is by far the better book out of the series. Then that means for me, I, I should have just read that first one and just stopped there. But I kept on reading it, finished this series, and I don't regret reading this series, but I should have just stopped it at Assassin's Blade, honestly. And so what did I not like? Here we are. The eighth book, Kingdom of Ash. I like everything about this series besides this book. Now, if the eighth book didn't suck, I would be reading this series a little bit higher. I didn't like how all these books built up to a big battle, and the battle only lasted 30 pages or something like that. If that, I'm not sure how many pages there were, actually, because I skimmed the book after page 800. Might have skimmed the, page, uh, the book a little bit before that as well. Honestly, I don't really know really what happened. Like, majority of the book was about getting spoiler. If you guys don't want to hear this, definitely skip before the next couple seconds. But the the half of the book was over Selena and it uh, was over how Ronan, which was Selena's uh, boyfriend and husband now, and how he basically is trying to free Selena from a big villain called Maeve and... That takes up like almost majority half of the book. Honestly, if you split this book up actually in two different books, then it might have done well. Honestly, actually, that would have been better. But it didn't. So half of the book was that part. And then it, it kind of brought it like 200 pages, 300 pages, roughly 200 to 300 pages were roughly building up to selena fighting this villain and then ultimately it ended in a subpar battle scene and then that was the end of the book and i was like okay that was a big disappointment i was getting hyped you know it was like the game of thrones battle scene but when it comes it under underperforms by a large margin 
sadly, I probably won't continue any of her other book series because of how Kingdom of Ash ended for me. I didn't really like it. And I, I'm I'm feeling like she might do that in the Court of Throne of Roses. I don't know. We'll see. But it's very unlikely that I'll probably get to her other series. It just this book really irked me, and I thought the best way to do it and best way to write this book was maybe to just split it up into books. One book over how Selena Selena fought the villain in the the big battle scene, but. I don't know. I'm not a writer. But ultimately, I think that would have been the better solution for this book. It was like too long. It was a thousand pages and it just it was just boring. It didn't really get me engaged. I was like, oh, okay. I fell asleep a lot during this book. Like I read this book and I just fell asleep. It was just very bad. I dragged on while reading this book. Like it took me like several months to read this book. And when that happens, you know that that book is not really that good. And so for me, I should have just stopped reading it. I did power through and finish it. Honestly, I probably shouldn't have. I should have just finished, like ended it there because the battle scene was horrible. God awful. All right, any lessons? Number one, leadership. I talked a lot about this in the last episode about uh, the one that I had over Emlet series by Kazu Kabushi. But this idea is also brought up a lot in this series, in the Thorn of Glass series. It's a huge lesson. I'm still working on as a manager, a bookstore. I have to lead people, and I have to do what I'm saying to do, right? I got to lead by action, not my words, and that's huge. And I'm still trying to work on my leadership toward the, the people that I work for. So the big questions that popped up while in my head while reading this section in this series is, how do I lead a team differently? How can I convey my message without being a dick? Because if I don't, I'm going to lose people or people quit. How can I show empathy without being too pushy? How can I get people to sell better? How can I communicate effectively? These questions are answered with books by John Maxwell and Robert Iger's book called The Ride of a Lifetime. So I highly recommend checking those books out for better leadership. And again, you guys want more information about leadership. I talk a lot more about leadership in the prior episode called Emlet Series by Kazoo Kabushi. So definitely check that out. But I think the big point is with leadership is the ability to convey your message effectively, either that be written or communication wise and then also portraying to the people that you work for not by your words but your action you have to physically do what you're trying to say to that person right if you want someone to sell this amount of cars you got to be selling that amount of cars as well etc number two is go get out of your comfort zone right i read this series and it was definitely uncomfortable i went out of my comfort zone not sticking with certain genres i went with sci-fi instead i read a genre that i normally don't read to try it out i'll never know if i don't like it if i never try it right and this can be applied anything else in my life like for podcasting i wouldn't have known if i love podcasting if i didn't do it i went out of my comfort zone record my first episode and press submit and the same with my career choice right i went out of my comfort zone took a risk went all in Decided to stay with the company and what was the outcome, right? Happiness. I love my job. I love being with a great business. It's just wonderful. 
So the point is to get uncomfortable. Get out of your comfort zone because you don't know what that opportunity will lead you. If I didn't choose to work at a bookstore, I don't think I would be as happy. Also probably wouldn't be doing this podcast and be as efficient at the podcast as I am now. Also, I probably wouldn't have had a more consistent reading habit. I think the working at a bookstore has really helped me establish a very consistent reading habit. And that's really cool. And it has helped me provide better reviews for you guys as well. I got a little bit more information about books and, you know, I'm able to kind of get insights from books that will help you guys and provide information about you guys about the book. So I've never been this happy and satisfied in my life. Why stop now? Let's continue that happiness. And ultimately, when I saw that, I was like, hey, let's get out of our comfort zone in anything that we do because you never know what's going to happen. We never know what's going to happen if I didn't start Johnny's Book Reviews. I wouldn't have known if I would be as happy as I am now if I didn't start my job at, at the bookstore etc right and i think that's ultimately the biggest message is that you never know what's going to happen if you don't take that risk you never know what's going to happen if you if you are just comfortable and if you never know what's going to happen if you know you got out of your comfort zone took that risk got a little uncomfortable a little bit and did it what you needed to do like if you wanted to start your own business or a own restaurant etc get after it. You never know what's going to happen. Ultimately, you might fail. That's going to happen. Failure is going to happen, but you have to learn from that failure and that failure, those lessons that you learn from your failures ultimately will provide a, a ton of lessons in there as well. And then you can use that toward your career or operating another business, whatever it is, etc. That's powerful. And that's what I, I, I highly suggest you guys doing is just going out there, taking the risk, getting out of your comfort zone and getting after it. So number three, your, reput your reputation is everything. Selena is an assassin in this book, and then she becomes a queen later. But then also like leading all these countries to battle. It's hard because a lot of people see her as assassin as you know, somebody that they can't trust. And that's what clouds your judgment a little bit. This is what I say about this. Like, it's a big lesson because what you do outside when you think no one's watching is a big, big indicator of who you are. So I used to have a bunch of college friends who would party every Friday and Saturday in college. And this betrays their character. I feel like partying isn't the best choice. As a college student, can do a lot more during that time. For me, I studied, read, hanged out with people without alcohol, and slept mostly, majority of the time during that time frame. Now, looking back at those friends, all I see them is partying, and that clouds the hard work they have done in school. You know, this isn't a good reputation for them, and for me, what I see when I see them is, it's crystal clear in my mind, them partying, right? They could do and become successful and everything like that, but for me, I always come back to them partying on that Friday and Saturday night or every week. You can make millions and be successful, but if you're dick to people, party and whatever bad repetition there is, then it clouds the hard work you put in. It's immature. And I wouldn't want to be 
in a business with that person who dick or partied all the time, etc. For me, these are the questions I would ask myself. Would that would they get anything done? Could I trust them? I couldn't do it, right? I would be up all night wondering if they got anything done. Your choices outside of work, your choices in your persona, your personality indicate a lot. And again, it's it's really big and it's very hard to out convince someone or have someone trust you if you're partying all the time or if you're a dick or if you're an assassin like in Selena's case. It's very very hard. Try to be clean, right? Just imagine someone watching you all the time. Would you want your son, daughter, whoever to see you party like that? Or would you want that person to see you what you're doing right now? No, you wouldn't want that. So why do it now? And I think that for me has helped me to not party as much. I, I rarely partied in college and also to kind of focus on myself during that time from studying and sleeping mostly. And so that is number three. All right, that is it for the episode. I reviewed again Thorn of Glass series by Sergey Moss. Thank you guys so much for listening. You know, it wasn't a bad series, but I wouldn't recommend it honestly i would just recommend reading the first book and then just leave it at that but that's all i'll say for now thank you guys so much for listening if you guys want to follow me on instagram facebook Goodreads, and twitter at johnny's book reviews definitely do that provide a ton of reviews on there as well so goodreads is just uh review based now for my other social media handles tiktok instagram Facebook, etc. Those are the ones where I provide, you know, my reviews, but also videos over the books, and then also provide little pictures of, you know, signed books I get or pictures of quotes I see from books that spark my interest. I provide a ton of stories on my uh, Instagram page, so definitely stay tuned for those and definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews and follow me, of course, too. And then also I provide a short everyday over over a book that I see, signed book that I'm getting or have collected, or a review over a book. Um, I'm going to probably hit it more short reviews on that platform, so definitely stay tuned for that. But again, you can uh, follow me on YouTube at Johnny's Book Reviews, so follow me and uh, get awesome tips and book reviews and also videos, short videos of books that I think look cool etc and then also my website at johnnysbookreviews.com i have a ton of book reviews that i haven't been able to put on here yet so definitely look at that i have also a lot of reading questions that i have on there like how do i save money on books how have i not spent any money on books etc etc and one year I, i spent no money on books and i provided a blog on there so definitely look at that if you guys want to support this channel you can give a donation from $2 to $10 per month that helps out provide better reviews for you guys or help with equipment, etc. to provide better reviews. And then also, if you guys want to support this channel too, we I have merch on the uh, bonfire.com at Johnny's Book Reviews. I have a read bands book where I have eight band books that I sparked my interest 
and that I've read. And, you know, they go over a wide range of topics, sexuality, gender, sexual assault, mental health, etc. And I thought those books were really good to put onto the shirt. And so that's what I did. Reband books. I have two lines. And then I also have a go read line, challenge yourself line, the Johnny's Book Reviews logo line. So definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews on bonfire.com. And then, of course, follow this podcast for more reviews that comes out every Friday. So I'll I'll drop an episode every Friday, roughly around 8 to 10 a.m. So definitely check that out. Stay tuned and follow or subscribe to this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening again. And stay tuned for next week. Next week's episode is going to be a very powerful episode as well. I'm going to be talking about Speak by Lori Alls Anderson. So definitely stay tuned next week, next Friday on March 31st. All right, I'll see you guys next Friday. Have a good week. Bye.